You're listening to Liberty Buzzard with Dustin Hammett and Thomas Umstead Jr. Episode 15. I'm Dustin Hammett. I'm Thomas Umstead Jr. Welcome to the show where we pick at the news along the highway of American culture. Yesterday was July 4th. God bless America and uh, celebration of American independence back in 1776. And uh, there's a lot of fireworks going off. Uh, and I think, Tom, Thomas, you've been on your sickbed for the past few days, haven't you? I have been. We picked up in the airport coming back from Hawaii some exotic bug. And I was so sick on Saturday. I was literally concerned that I might die. I was in more pain <laughs> and had a higher fever than I've had since I was a kid. It was Man. so bad. Like there's fun sick where you're like binging Netflix and then they're so sick you can't even open your eyes and you're just c- curled in a feverish ball on your bed, like questioning like existential questions. I was definitely <laughs> in that second step of sickness where it's like levels of Dante's Inferno. And or did um, you have like uh, is... swollen, uh, swollen armpits and bleeding out your ear- eyes and all that kind of stuff? I didn't have any buboses growing on my body. I, I, it wasn't the Black Death, so well, I, I can can confirm not Black Death. Uh, that's the so, bright side. Yes, but I had basically every flu-like symptom, and uh, like all of them. So, like most people, when they get the flu, they get some of the flu-like symptoms. I got the entire shebang. Uh, well, was, Thomas, in my professional medical opinion, I think you had the flu. Well. That uh, that changes the uh, interpretation a little bit. Uh, I like to think it was a really bad cold, but anyway, I'm glad to be back in the land of the living. And uh, it was it is fascinating. We have a tradition on this show to talk about the news after everyone else has stopped talking about it. So, what do we do on the fifth of July? We talk about the fourth of July and specifically the week leading up to it. Uh, in Texas, it is legal to buy uh, fireworks. Uh, for the week leading up to the 4th of July and the week leading up to in, uh, New Year's Day. And it is legal to shoot them out, uh, shoot them off in some areas and not legal in other areas. And each local municipality and county sets the rules. So as you head west, the rules get stricter and stricter as it gets drier. So like East Texas, where it's very wet, tends to have some of the uh, loosest rules regarding fireworks. In West Texas, where it's always in a drought, there's no fireworks. Um, depending on the county. Uh, so my neighbors on next door have gone crazy over fireworks. And uh, to give you a little bit of background, next door is a social network uh, where only your neighbors can see your posts. So it's like Facebook, but only for people in your neighborhood. And to get onto next door, you have to sign up on their website and then they send you a postcard in the actual post office mail and you punch in your code. So You have to verify that you really are local to an area to use it. And there's this Twitter uh, account called Best of Nextdoor that my wife likes to follow. And it's all of the like crazy racist stuff that people post to Nextdoor. And <laughs> like, I saw a suspicious looking man walking down the road. And it's like, that was just a black guy wearing a hoodie. You know, so um, it's really funny. And my, my wife often finds really funny things from Nextdoor. But sure, wouldn't you know it, my Nextdoor went crazy and it all started with a post from this lady saying hey everyone please don't put off fireworks it bothers my dog 
and ah. I really don't like it, and it's really inconsiderate for you jerks to set off fireworks. So that was the first post. And then somebody was like, how dare you? You know, I'm celebrating my freedom on the 4th of July, and you're in... And America, so, baby. America. And, you know... It's just because you're a nervous person and it makes your dogs nervous. I've got five rescue dogs and they're fine with fireworks because I'm not a nervous scaredy cat like you are. And back and forth and call, they called each other Nazis. And um, and it's, what's interesting is that we're right on the edge of town. In fact, Austin kind of is patchy around here. So on the major road into town, there's a patch of road that's actually not Austin. There's like a hole where they didn't annex it. And there's a fireworks shop there. And so our neighborhood has a far disproportionate amount of fireworks than your typical Austin city neighborhood. And like these people are like at war with each other. And it's one of those few things where it's like, you can't, there's no real middle path. Like you either are setting off your own fireworks or you're not. And so, uh, Dustin, as an Austin City cop who may or may not have had to deal with disputes. In fact, there was actually a shooting in South Austin. Somebody was shot over fireworks, uh, on, I, I think that. on the 3rd of July. Yeah. So it's like, this is like getting out of hand. Like people are the maddest I have ever seen them on, uh, next door. So what are your thoughts? Uh, well, <laughs> First of all, I'll say that as a uh, Austin, Texas police officer who worked uh, three years on a night shift on the east side of Austin, um, just getting a little bit off topic, but I'll say that my favorite fireworks story, and I think this was more from a New Year's New Year's Eve uh, event, was uh, the time, it was a pretty rough neighborhood. I was working a call on a hotel on the highway, and I'm sitting outside with a, a subject who is detained in my car, uh, just guarding him. And I'm um, just listening to all the fireworks go off. And I'm also a, a, a Marine Corps vet, and I did some uh, time in combat in Iraq. So I know exactly what an AK-47 sounds like when it's uh, put in full auto mode in blast. And keep in mind, we're in the middle of downtown Austin, right? And uh, so this is going to be a heavily immigrant neighborhood. No value judgments there. It's just it is what it is. And uh, all of a sudden, I hear a full AK-47 automatic blast in the middle of this neighborhood. And I call it out, and it pretty much became uh, my, my sergeant. Of course, we're getting a lot of calls. It's New Year's Eve. And my sergeant basically said, well, unless anybody is reporting it, getting we're getting calls about it, getting calls of somebody getting shot up, we're just going to let it We're just gonna let it ride. Because as a cultural difference, one thing I can tell you is that uh, people from the Central American nations use AK-47s as fireworks. And they also do that in Iraq. <laughs> So whatever was going on in your neighborhood, Thomas, I'm pretty sure it didn't rise to the occasion, correct me if I'm wrong, of someone blasting an AK-47 full auto mode uh, in, into the air. So, you know, that's the bright side. The downside okay, is... Okay, so this is, was not a drive-by shooting. This was somebody just holding their gun and firing it up into the air and let the bullets fall where they may. Just a, just a good old-fashioned, you know, celebration. Uh, with an AK-47, right. and in some of the third world countries that I've been to, that's that's just a that's just norm, man. Uh, we're having a celebration. Iraq was that way, man. You having a celebration? What do you do? You shoot every gun that you own off into the air, and uh, that's just that's we don't we don't regard where the bullets are going to come down. But that's neither here nor there. So fireworks in the uh, in the state of Texas, the great state of Texas. Here's what I'll tell you: on the third uh, of July, we celebrated on the third. Uh, we, we, we live out in the country and we visited my in-laws who also live out in the country and we were popping off fireworks like it was, like it was going out of style. 
and we have plenty of room, right? Because the nearest neighbor uh, to my in-law's house is, I don't know, several hundred yards as the bird flies. And there's lots of trees and land and rocks and stuff in between. And so it's not really an issue because there's not any chance a firework is going to come down on their property and, and start a fire or, or anything like that. And we are also being pretty careful. So the the big problem, and this is this is just uh this is just the problem with cities, is when you start getting people so close together, where all of a sudden, you know, uh the, the old fashioned um the old fashioned libertarian saying of, you know, you have the freedom to swing your fist up until the point where my nose starts, right? Well, in the city, there's a lot more people closer together. There's a lot more people swinging their fists, and there's a lot more noses. Uh, <laughs> and it gets very, very difficult to, to especially as a former peace officer, to, to try to make people live together peacefully. Um, now, Texas is a very, very uh, capitalist, private property type state. And unless there's type of some type of city ordinance ban against it, you can do what you want on your own property. Uh, the other downside of that as a peace officer is on a July 4th or a, or, a, or a New Year's Day call, we are getting so many shots fired and fireworks calls that it's impossible. Impossible with a capital I to absolutely answer every single one of them. So more likely than not, the the supervisor in charge there's going to be there's going to be a lot more heinous crimes going on out there that have precedence uh more likely the supervisor is just going to say hey we can't we just can't possibly respond to that call it's just it's a fireworks and you know unless you have a unless there's a uh, person that's hurt somewhere there's just not something anything we can do about that so cuz there's a there's a principle of uh, life before property when they come to yes, prioritizing absolutely. dispatch and Absolutely. so if you're saying somebody's shooting off fireworks and somebody else is saying, I hear gunshots, the I hear gunshots call is going to get prioritized over the I hear fireworks call. And those both will be prioritized over so-and-so is in a fight over fireworks. <laughs> Correct. And the nuance to that is on a 4th of July or a, or a, or a, a New Year's type of situation is everybody thinks they're gunshots and they're not. They're fireworks. <laughs> So especially on those days, on a normal night, we would, you know, we get a shots fired call. Nobody would take it seriously uh, because we get those calls all the time, and rarely does it lead to anything. Um, although occasionally it does. Uh, rarely does it actually lead to anything. But we should, we go check it out. But on a July Fourth or a, a New Year's Day, we're just there's just there's just no way. Um, so, but here's the deal: we live in the United States of America, where culturally. On July 4th and New Year's New Year's Eve, I should say, New Year's Eve to be more appropriate, there are going to be mass amounts of fireworks. No amount of law or city ordinance or anything is going to stop that. And uh, so it's my personal opinion, and take it for what it is, that if you live in the United States of America and you have a problem with fireworks and you've got skittish dogs, you might want to go find some place else to be on, on on July 4th cuz you're not going to convince people to not blow up their minor explosives. It's just just but, not going to happen. But what about PTSD? You're a veteran. You're causing all of the veterans to have PTSD cuz they're hearing the the booms of the fireworks. That's a a big argument that was being bandied around on next door. Did any veteran actually complain of that? No, everyone was claiming to know veterans and speak on behalf of veterans, but no actual veteran was posting to Nextdoor saying this is a problem for me. Yeah, it's uh, 
Everybody wants to speak on behalf of somebody else, right? Well, you know, there are veterans who do suffer from that problem. And I wager that most of those veterans have coping mechanisms in place to deal with it because it's not like it's a new thing. They're Americans too. Uh, they know what goes on July 4th and, and, and New Year's uh, New Year's Eve. So it's not like it's a big surprise to them. As a matter of fact, one of my favorite memes out there on Facebook, uh, for those who don't know, who aren't militarily attuned out there, artillery is like big cannons and stuff. And that was That's my occupational specialty in the Marine Corps. So I'm very familiar with that. So artillerymen... There's a sign, uh, an old uh, Marine put in his yard. It says, uh, uh, former Marine artilleryman lives here. He cannot hear your fireworks. If he could, he would not be impressed. <laughs> so oh, that's funny. As far as veterans having all these PTSD problems, if there is a veteran and he's actually having a PTSD problem, you know, that is unfortunate. Uh, is he going to stop an, a, a culture that has been embedded for, you know, However many decades, no, he's not. And people who are going to push it back against the tide are going to find that the tide is is not going to stop for them. So when it's it's you know when you have a when you have a culturally ingrained item out there, you either just have to roll with it or find some way to to to, to take care of yourself until until the tide passes. That's that's about the best you can do. And because setting off fireworks is kind of a, a quintessentially American way to celebrate American independence because it's dangerous because it's an act of freedom. Like it, it, there's something, you know, in the East, people are very content to watch the government set the fireworks off on their behalf. And you go to China and their fireworks show put ours to shame. I remember when this was a Hong Kong, uh, the lease that the British had on Hong Kong, it was 99 years and it expired and the Chinese troops marched in, I think it was 1999 or 2000. And uh, China put on a fireworks display that to this day, nothing I have seen rivals it. Maybe the Chinese Olympics, but it's like, you think we have fireworks here we have nothing compared to what they, they make the entire sky explode all at the same time. It's, it's unbelievable. And we'll go on for 30 minutes. It opens with what I thought was the finale and then just gets bigger from there. Uh, but here we want to be able to set them off ourselves. Like th that's the thing, like going to somebody else's show where professionals are doing it hidden away is not the same as lighting a firework and dropping it in the tube and firing it off into the sky. Like that is a really fun activity and the fact that it's dangerous is what makes it fun and it's very interesting because it's kind of two different kinds of people right there's the very nervous person who doesn't like to take risks and is very uncomfortable with things that are dangerous and that's the kind of person who's trying to control the behavior of the person who's like i want to you know live life on the edge and have fun and and, and take risks and do crazy things. And in my neighborhood, we have these people living right next door to each other and they are not getting along. And, you know, I, I think part of the compromise is what we already have in that we only sell fireworks twice a year and we really only set them off, you know, in really tight windows. Uh, so, uh, you know, the, typically the week they start setting off fireworks, you'll hear some, at least in my neighborhood, there's, my neighborhood is really big on fireworks. I feel like I hear them all year long. But really, I think the compromise is just set them off on the one day. And that way, if you have a nervous dog, you can sedate your dog or do have some sort of uh, technique to help your dog calm down. Um, I do know, I've, I have heard, though, 
the best way to do it is to just take your dog out in the yard while it's a puppy and play with it on during fireworks and during thunderstorms. And you can train your dog not to be afraid because if uh, being in the yard is fun, happy times and fire, they're hearing fireworks during those fun, happy times, they associate it with fun, happy times and it keeps them uh, from freaking out themselves. But uh, it, it was, it was, I was kind of sad to see the culture war, breaking out like in my own neighborhood of like the two different kinds of Americans at war with each other. And it wasn't like it was Trump people versus non-Trump people, but it kind of had that feel to it. You know, that's what I was going to ask you. I was like, did it, was there like a MAGA versus, you know, social, uh, social Democrat crowd? Is that was kind of what it was going back and forth? The, the young lady who was, who instigated the anti-fireworks, uh, side of the debate was very much a social justice warrior type and the man who was attacking her was very much a MAGA type. I don't. That, that said, this being Austin, it is very possible they both voted for Hillary, or she voted for Bernie and he voted for Hillary. Like, um, it's what's interesting is that you know you see this dis, dis, uh, distinguishing sometimes isn't a political thing, but I wouldn't be surprised if it had that edge to it of you know they're already unhappy with each other over kind of general political things and stop trying to control my life kind of things because they're both unhappy about that and uh anyway it was my, my wife posted back when it was still tense but not like crazy town because the post has now been deleted off next door and you have to get pretty crazy to be deleted off next door um she posted the michael jackson popcorn eating gif to the thread uh, because they were just going at each other. And the other thing that was was fascinating was uh, on Nextdoor, there's this function. You don't like somebody's post. You thank their post. So this young woman would post something against fireworks and she'd have one or two thanks. And then somebody would post something attacking her and they would have like 14 thanks. So there was this kind of quiet silent not participating in the debate but voting for the person whose side they preferred going on in the background where people were voting for each other and they were and then there were and then what emerged was a two other factions so one other faction was y'all are both being jerks i can't stand you people you know like oh this is so great i'm able to know who to mute in mass i'm just muting everyone who's been a part of this thread um which isn't really helping like attacking both sides and then there was occasionally people trying to like tone it down and calm things down and be like, Hey, somebody was shot over this yesterday. Maybe we need to calm down. And, uh, it was, it was a microcosm. My neighborhood became a microcosm of the entire country. And I'm happy to say, at least in my neighborhood, that no one was shot, no one died. Uh, so hopefully, uh, it all worked out. Well, you know, that's the bright side. You know, we don't really practice uh, vendetta by death here in the United States. Uh, yet. So, you know, that's the bright side. We can have a disagreement. We can be passionate about it. But at the end of the day, nobody got murdered over it. So, hey, that's looking up. You know, I looked up uh, on Twitter this uh, the best of next door. And apparently your neighborhood wasn't the only neighborhood having the same exact fight somewhere in San Francisco. Some neighborhood in San Francisco was having the uh, the exact same fight. So Tracy said, hey, it's it's something that happens one day every year. Enjoy it. Stop complaining. Some people who enjoy it, uh, you know, we only get to do it one day a year. And then Janice replied, Tracy, have you seen the movie The Purge? It's based on any and all crime being legal for one day a year. Not a pretty picture. (laughs) 
So we have a straw man, a, an extreme stretch of logic in a straw man there. We have, uh, the, you know, the, the, expo- or the, the ignition of fireworks being compared to a fictional book or movie called The Purge where all crime is legal for one day a year. Oh, man, humanity is so great. They just devolve so predictably. It, it's uh, also it's, kind it's of absolutely amazing to watch. Yeah, it's also a perfect picture of how the legislative branch and the um, uh, executive branch are different. So, like, while the legislative branch of government says setting off fireworks in the city is illegal, the executive branch says, yes, but we can't enforce it on the 4th of July because everyone is doing it. That's pretty you know, much true. That's exactly cops right. Cops going hither and thither. And so what happens is that it effectively becomes legal. Like nobody knows anyone who has ever arrested for setting off fireworks. And if this next door is any indication, man, I'd love to see the jury deliberations on that. <laughs> because if you were to prosecute somebody for setting off fireworks on the 4th of July and you weren't able to get them to plead guilty, you would have to find 12 Austinites to agree to convict that person. You'd only need one person who's like, it's just the fourth of, you know what I mean? Like that would, I would hate to be the prosecuting attorney on a case like that, uh, especially in Texas, but even in San Francisco, it might be hard to find 12 people who are like, yeah, I think this, uh, we should throw the book at this person. Well, A, I mean, so. it's a class C misdemeanor. So here in the state of Texas, that's the lowest of you can get. It's a traffic ticket, which is a punishable by no more than a fine of $500. And so was the juice worth the squeeze there for a class C misdemeanor? Uh, I'm going to guess probably not. Yeah. So anyway, we want to know what you think. Fireworks, good idea, bad idea. Leave us a comment. Liberty Buzzard uh, forward slash 015 for episode 15. I'm Thomas Umstead Jr. I'm Dustin Hammett. And you've been listening to Liberty Buzzard. <laughs>